Hello everyone. Welcome back to Let's Get It Out. And before I talk about today's episode topic, I want to talk about something real quick. This morning, I was making my breakfast. I was kind of bored. So I was I was waiting for my coffee to brew up. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to go on my phone. I'm going to check my emails and all that stuff. And so after checking my emails, I went on TikTok because, you know, I need to stop being so addicted to my phone. Uh, but I was on TikTok, I was scrolling, and I find I found my new obsession for this new week. This new week. I I don't know if you guys have seen it yet, but it's a vi- it's a video of Tom Holland and Zendaya at a Beyonce concert. And they're like singing along to the song that she's singing. And I wasn't up. I wasn't obsessed with their energy. I love Zendaya. I love Tom Holland. They're 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 a couple goals. I love seeing their like paparazzi photos when they're walking down the street. I think they're really really cute. My thing that I was obsessed was Beyonce the song that Beyonce was singing. I it was one of those songs that like the the second that you hear it, you fall in love with it. That's what happened this morning. So I just found my new obsession and it's called Love on Top by Beyonce. I, since this morning, I've been humming that song all day. All at work, I was just singing it while like cleaning. Customers probably thought I was like crazy. I'm like, who the hell is singing on the other side of this aisle? But I've been singing it. I've been like... No, I wasn't listening to any other song besides that song today. It's one of those things that I'm going to listen to it on repeat and repeat until I'm completely sick of it. That's how much I am in love with this song. And so probably for the the rest of the week, I'm just going to play on repeat. Sorry, I apologies in advance to anybody that's hanging out with me because I will be playing this song religiously there's nothing else that i'm gonna play and i just hope i don't get too sick of it that when i hear it i'm like ugh, this song again i hope that doesn't happen so i need to make sure i put a limit on myself because this is a really really good song i've been it's stuck in my head it's one of those like metal melody things i don't know what they're called but like I don't know what's the word when you get a song stuck in your head. But I heard, I think I heard one time that if you want to get a song out of your head, think of what the end of the song is, and then you'll think of it too much that you just forget the song. I don't know. I heard it a long time ago. But anyways, today's episode, I want to start with a question instead of a story. So, well, it's kind of like a story, but... As years pass, as months pass, do you ever find yourself, I think this could probably apply to everyone, but do you ever find yourself going through so-called eras, stages, time frames where you become so obsessed with something not necessarily like the song well actually kind of like the song i'm like now but were you obsession or were you attempt to 
sort of embody a new version of yourself. But probably like me, depends on how long of a lifespan, but maybe like two, three, five months later, you'll experience something, you'll discover something new, a new trend, a new, you're surrounded by a new environment, physical, or maybe you meet a new person, you explore some new content material, learn something new. And then after absorbing that, you kind of make it your mission to embody that vibe and just throw out, completely throw out whatever you were before and make this your new identity in a way. And then another three to five months or maybe however many, how much time something new will appear, new, another trend or another vibe material, so you learn something new and then you embody that again and a new identity and new identity and again and again. I think we all, it's, they're like phases. We all go, th- we can all say that we went through phases. Like when I was younger, I don't know if you guys seen the movie Descendants, like Disney on, that was on Disney Channel, but that I, I had the biggest Descendants phase that I wasn't even funny. I had the movie, I had like the bracelets, I like, <laughs> I really believed that I was like Mal, she was so like, oh my god, it was actually em- embarrassing thinking back on it, I think I still have the movie somewhere, I kind of might want to go rewatch it and just kind of cringe at it, but I think... A lot of these phases that we go through are due to the content that either TikTok, Instagram, or social media helps hyping up. And in a way, there a lot of them are the root from trending aesthetics. And if you don't know what, I mean, in this day and age, I think all people know what well, all Gen Z at least know what an aesthetic is. If you don't, there's like the 90s aesthetic where you like dress up 90s or you decorate your room like a certain theme. It's just taking on the theme in general and kind of making or decorating that theme into many aspects in your life, whether it's the way your appearance is whether it's your personality, whether whether it's your environment, you kind of just take on that theme. And I feel like probably like every month on TikTok or Instagram, there's always a new aesthetic that's that's trending. Because I remember probably a good portion of the year, probably like late 2020 maybe, or like 2021. I don't know if you guys remember the aesthetic of like, the indie alt where you use that certain filter where it just made colors very vibrant and bright that was like almost it was like basically neon and that all like just 
clothes everywhere just became that vibe, the indie alt aesthetic. And I've noticed, well, there's so many aesthetics out there. And I think, I feel like I've noticed that there's a problem or like probably multiple issues have come with a new aesthetic every month. And I really want to talk about them. And there, some of these problems are very fixable. Some of these are not. But it is something that we could do that we can fix ourselves that doesn't, to make sure that it doesn't have a huge impact on us. And the first problem I want to do is there's a huge consumerism and fast fashion problem. So when there's a trending aesthetic, it's hard to find clothes that aren't that aesthetic anywhere. So let's say you go to a store and then that whatever the month that is, that whole store is filled with clothing that fits that vibe and there's nothing else. So like stores like H&M, stores like Forever 21, Zara, all those popular stores that everyone shops at are filled with those clothes. You can't find anything that's, that's nothing else of that vibe. And What's sad is that modern day trends are micro trends. And basically what micro trend is that they're trends that last a very, very short amount of time. And it's a huge issue nowadays because what micro trend was probably like 20 years ago was worrying that a trend wasn't going to last long enough because a trend would last maybe a couple, maybe 10 to 20 years. But now, micro trends have gone to going from years to a lifespan of months or maybe even weeks. And the problem with these micro trends are that companies are throwing out and bringing in new clothes. So when a new aesthetic is brought into light these companies start mass producing clothing of these aesthetics so i don't know if anybody remembers i don't remember what year probably maybe two years ago there was a dress that was trending on tiktok it was a green long dress like very nice fitting and it had like a pattern of like other green holes in it I know it was trendy I think probably like Kendall Jenner was wearing it one time but the once that dress came out stores just started mass producing a copy of it that wasn't like exactly copying it but just making a replica of it that they could mass produce it with a low cost production and then sell it to consumers and then this dress was just bought by hundreds of people but the thing was is that this trend didn't last like a year or two years this trend probably lasted a couple months or I don't remember how long it did last 
but then the trend just died off no one wanted to buy the dress anymore because it wasn't cool anymore it was just like ew so all the people that bought it either throw it out probably they maybe donated it but all the stores that had hundreds and hundreds of that same dress they weren't selling them so what they were going to do it was just all those clothes ended up in landfills and not only is this process just a big waste of money a lot of a huge waste of resources and i'm saying it i don't mean it like in that way when i say like resources it kind of sounds like we're struggling for survival i don't mean it like that but it was also very unsustainable it was very bad for environment it just ruins the air quality of the people who live near those that burns the clothes it it was just a bad whole process and this continues and continues to happen with all the microtrends that happen on tiktok and another thing is that when these aesthetics are brought into light i feel like nowadays it's so hard to find basic essentials and when i mean basic clothing essentials i mean like a white plain shirt or just simple jeans without like any patterns on them or like excessive design you know just the simple basic essentials and i feel like it's very i could go on and on it is so important to have basic essentials because one a lot of the time the reason that people feel like they can't find anything to wear in their closet but they have like a walk-in closet with hundreds of clothes is that you have too many statement pieces you don't have the regular basic essentials everybody needs because you can have all the statement pieces but two statement pieces sometimes can clash you have to have one that's classic and essential and then you can match it with another statement piece and that's how a lot of good outfits are made and the only place to get these essentials nowadays is stores like old navy gap h&m sometimes has them i probably i go in in there they usually have like a basic white shirt i think it's a good price but the problem with these stores is that they're one one really low quality also number two not there's not a lot of options for example gap and old navy i have a little bit of beef with it not a lot a little bit of beef because there's not a lot of options for people who have curves these if you notice the way for example jeans not all of them but like probably maybe gaps jeans and old navy jeans the waists aren't made for people who have curves those are made for people that have just i'm not meaning this in a rude way but like probably have more of a box figure there's nothing wrong with have like a box figure or if you have that hourglass figure everybody's different it's just that people who have that more rectangular body are those 
jeans fit them better. And those are like the only thing that they have. So people who have curves, you can't really shop there because it's not going to fit you correctly. And also another one, not a lot of items in these stores, but a good portion is overpriced. For example, Gap jeans. I have bought Gap. I have probably like two, three pants that fit me really, really well. I do love those. They're probably like my favorite pants. But a good portion of Gap jeans are $65 to $80. Now, nowadays, I understand that clothing is very, very high in price. But let's compare that to Levi's jeans, which are also around like $70, $80. Now, you can't compare Gap to Levi's because Levi's jeans were made to like last hundred uh, like at least 100 years cuz those that brand was created to was created for mine workers because their their jeans and their pants would just absolutely rip and like be horrible by the time they're out of work their jeans would just be all ripped and messed up so that's why Levi's was created to to give the people that were working in mines a better quality of clothing that they can work in and I I think for Levi's I think if they do last I'm not gonna say they probably last 100 years but they do they're supposed to be good quality quality to last you a long time and I think maybe I think they could probably go down ten dollars at least. I'm like I, I would be I would be fine paying sixty five dollars. Do I? Does my bank account enjoy it? No. Does it hurt me? Yes. But if it's gonna last me a long time, if they're gonna be a good pair of jeans, I'm fine with paying sixty five dollars. Maybe not eighty. It hurts me a little bit more. But when you compare Levi's jeans to Gap jeans that are, are low quality and they're not on the same level as Levi's and being the same price, that's nuts. I can't do that. I'm sorry, Gap. But come on, do a little bit better. They're not on the same level. I also want to bring up how companies benefit from these aesthetics that are trending. Because the minute that a trend comes out. For example, I remember Kim Kardashian wore this one dress that was kind of like, I don't know, it was a really pretty dress. But I think it was like not even 24 hours of a paparazzi photo of her in this dress came out. I think it was Sheen or maybe another company that came out like an almost exact same replica of this dress and sold it for like probably less than 20 bucks. And pro- I, I'm not, I'm not doing, I didn't do my research on this, but I know I, that dress she bought was over $100. And I can guarantee you on that. And the way that these companies benefit is that they mass produce and then all of a sudden there's just this increase of consumption of these products. And I think the reason of like um increase of buying these 
items is that I think there's a thought of or like an idea that you need to fit these aesthetics that you need to fit the mold you have to look the part and that increases in the buying so if you're not looking grunge and you're not having all the grunge like accessories like jewelry and then the belts and then the the type of jeans and then that type of shirts and whatever you're not living to that standard and I think there's that's the problem that leads to a lot of people overconsumption and over consuming these products that they really don't even need and the second one I want to talk about is there's a battle for self-identity for I want to start with an example so if you guys don't know what like the coquette aesthetic is Basically, to try to sum it up and visualize it is that coquette is very, very feminine. There's probably like a good color palette you can see is like whites, creams, light pinks. It's just very, there's a lot of silk, lace, pearls, little ribbons. It's very elegant. It's a very pretty aesthetic, I'm not gonna lie. It's very, very nice. It's also very like a very vintage too. You can just see like a very vintage old but like classic and elegant look. That's what it looks from the outside. But there's more to that than just an appearance. To f- I think to people think to fit the mold is that there's an idea that you need to like act coquette. And what does acting coquette look like? I think it's more of, well, with that traditional very feminine look, there's, I feel like, a way or, like, a need to act in a very traditional way. And I'm not saying, like, in a conservative way, but more of just, like, the traditional feminine look. They would be very well-mannered. They have, like, the very table manners. They probably know what each fork on like a table like the meaning of each fork is they're not loud they're not like obnoxious and they're kind of like very like put together and and reserved and just like calm you know and this is where the problems come into play let's say you're someone who embraces that coquette type aesthetic and then one day you kind of are like shopping or whatever and then you see like a section that's very of like a section of clothing that's very 90s and you kind of like oh I kind of really 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 like that and then you kind of see maybe on Pinterest like that 90s vibe and you kind of you're vibing with that 90s look and then you then the next time you're at a store you see like those pants those like 90s inspired pants or whatever and you want them but you remind yourself oh wait that's not the coquette like vibe that I am but you really really want the plant the pants and so you're very conflicted with yourself because you want to be one thing but you also want to be another 
And so you kind of have to tell yourself, oh, I need to stick to one thing. And that's not true. You do not have to stick to one thing. You can do whatever you want. You can be multiple things. Or your personality probably doesn't match the visual, pre- the visual presentation of that aesthetic. And there's no need to act a certain way. Like sometimes maybe if you are that coquette type girl and then all of a sudden you're like in an argument or you're like laughing with your friends and then you start like, I don't know, snorting or like dying laughing and then you like sound like a pig and you're like, oh wait, that's not very, very coquette of me or whatever. There's no need to act a certain way if you're trying to embrace that coquette vibe. You don't have to be exactly what the aesthetic is supposed to be. And when you come across these problems, it can come with like an identity crisis like, oh, but I want to be this. I'm this, but I want to be that. So then you're kind of have the thoughts of, wait, so what am I? Like, who actually am I trying to be? And then the third one is there's a lack of individuality. And it's funny to say this because there's so many aesthetics out there. There's just like, if you can think of like a vibe, there's probably, it's already out there and labeled. But I feel like when you see a person in a certain aesthetic, dressed in a certain way that's visually pleasing, I think you can already make an inference of what that person is like. What they probably don't like, probably what their hobbies are. Let's say if you're like trying to go for that old money vibe, which is like that luxury, daddy's money type aesthetic there's nothing wrong having daddy's money it's just that maybe you like i can probably think oh maybe they like horseback riding you know because that's what that's what i've seen it's a really pretty type vibe i i i fuck with it and it's weird because aesthetics do come with hobbies but you basically what you can you can kind of get a vague feel of what that person is like. But when you constantly see it, it's all the same. You like, oh, like, OK, I already know what this person's like. And then you see another aesthetic. I'm like, I already know who that is like. And it's wrong to probably judge like ba- like never judge a book by its cover. But you do get a sense of a, what that person is like. And you've already seen it before. There's nothing different. There's no wow factor. There's nothing that like stands out. And I, I kind of, this is more maybe for me. I don't know if anyone else agrees. But I want to see people being their own people and creating their own vibe. Maybe like mix and match their as- different aesthetics. I don't know, Costco muffin style. I don't care. But like. Take a little, maybe if you want to go with a 90s look, but add a little futuristic on the side, or like maybe fairy cottage core or whatever, with like a very industrial type, a lot of layers, you know? That, something, I want to see something new, some fresh, some wow. I don't want to be looking on the street and just like, okay, I've seen that outfit before on Pinterest. There's nothing new about it. Because, 
Also, individuality is so attractive. And I'm not just saying like romantically. I'm just saying like as a person, you just have this a little brighter of like an aura. And then another thing is that I feel like people, when they tie themselves down to categories and force themselves to be labeled at something and constrain themselves to it, not only do you not, I feel like you just, you don't get the chance to explore new worlds and new aesthetics and new content. So I really, I feel like I encourage to create something new. I, I don't like seeing everything that's the same. I don't like seeing everything. I want to see something new. It's, there's nothing new to it. Do you know what? It reminds me like 1950s suburban houses. Ugh. Ugh. I just like internally like vomited saying that. Okay. I don't know if anybody saw the movie, but don't worry, darling. Basically, it was just set in the 1950s. And there was, like, a scene where, like, they're in, like, um, I don't know. I don't think, it wasn't a cul-de-sac, maybe. But it was just a circular, I don't know, I forgot the word for that. But, like, a circular neighborhood. And then all the houses were the same. Like, they had the same layout, the same like outside they all looked the same from the outside they probably were just like I think they were different color maybe but they were all the same and it hurt me watching that scene hurt me it like made I wanted to leave I just don't like 1950s suburban houses uh Don't Worry Darling was a good movie I liked it Florence Pugh I love her she's stunning I love her great actress once you see her, like, put a little bit, like, that sad face on, you're about to see some great acting you know, right there. Uh, definitely recommend. It is for mature audiences, though. There's a lot of spicy scenes, if you know what I mean. But, basically, the importance of... It's important to be your own person. I, like... There's nothing wrong doing... Kind of repeating a little bit every now and then. But when you do your own thing... I think it's important for our our imagination and then keeping like creativity alive in your spirit. I think it's a really important thing. And there's nothing wrong with liking aesthetics. I actually think they're like a good thing. Like it's a good thing to tie back to good references of like sources of inspiration. Like I go on pictures all the time like I'm looking for a certain vibe here. So I'll go search up this aesthetic if I need something and I'll create it with something else and mixing match you know but I do want to talk about how maybe there's a there's a way to battle these problems that come with these trending aesthetics and the first one I want to talk about in terms of overconsumption and fast fashion is that just be conscious of your spending there's a lot of people that have probably financial issues and and don't know how to stop spending. I'm that person, but like when it comes to food and coffee, I am a whore for a good cup of coffee. Also, some like tea. And no, recently, every time 
I've been craving sushi. I've been having this recent obsession with sushi for maybe two weeks now. And every time I pass by this one sushi place, I every cell in my being is fighting for its life to not turn the entire steering wheel into the parking lot of that sushi place. I'm, I, it's, I'm at a war. It is a war zone out there. But I've been, I've been, I've tried my best. I've passed that place probably seven times this week. I haven't gone yet. Just, ho- just I just hope I don't jinx it and find myself eating sushi soon. But be conscious of your spending. Also, don't buy and purchase. Don't look at something and be like, oh, I'm buying that. Like, first of all, think about it. Look at the price first. Is it at a good price range? Compare the quality to the price. Is it worth it? Is it going to last you at least a year? That's what you should be, at least a year. And also, another one, do you need it? Like, is it something that you really, really need? I mean, there's nothing wrong with wanting stuff. But, like, if you're constantly wanting stuff and then you constantly buy it, I'm like, come on, do you really need it? Also, this is a really good hack. Make sure you, you know, if you tend to buy clothing from multiple aesthetics, which I have done in the past, I am guilty of guilty of doing that. If you tend to buy like, oh, there's here like this black grungy shirt I bought, and then maybe like next week you bought these like very bright pink trousers. I don't know where that came ahead, but like a bright pink trousers with or like pants with some crazy pattern on them two completely different vibes right if you tend to buy from those two different vibes make sure whatever you buy fits with the multiple vibes that you embrace and what my mom has always said when like buying out per like buying clothes it probably also has helped me like save hundreds of dollars of money is that when you buy, when you're gonna go buy some sort of new piece of clothing, make sure you have at least a minimum, at least three other outfits you already have at home that you can wear with it. And I think that probably not only saves you a lot of money, but also it just saves you space in your closet because you're like, oh, this is pretty. And then once you go home and then wash it and then wear it and you're like wait I can't wear anything I have with this so it just stays in your closet and then money wasted because you already threw out the tag you know another great hack and I've recently just started doing this is that for the people that are employed or have money or you know have actually like have a card have a debit card this is probably the best way to save money Make sure you have the money that you're going to use to spend, like spend on things that you want. Have it in cash. Never pay with your card. Have it in cash. Because when you have physical money, because a card is a card. There's no number. You just swipe, swipe, insert, tap, swipe, swipe. You know, you're not conscious of necessarily what's 
being eliminated from your from your bank account. However, when you have physical paper cash in your hand, every time you spend, you lose like money. So every make sure you put you're going to be conscious of the limit that you spend. Let's say you make sure you're going to go out shopping and then I mean, you can't really buy a lot with 50 bucks these days, maybe at the dollar store. But if you're going to go and get new clothes and let's say you put a limit of $50 for that week or day. Okay, let's actually up it. Okay, 100 for that week. You have $100 to spend that week. So, and this is in cash, remember. Let's say you go and you find some pants that you really like. You go purchase them. Now, let's say they were, this is very unrealistic maybe. You never know. But, but let's say they were $30. Now you have $70. And then you find something else that you want. And then something else you want. You're going to be noticing, oh, wait, I'm losing money. That's I have less money in my hand. So you're going to be more conscious of like, is this what I really want? Or can I get something else that's probably cheaper there, you know, you're, you're conscious of that limit that you're allowed to spend. And you're not just continuously swiping. And that has helped me so much. Have, I've saved probably, not hundreds, but a good, probably like a good paycheck, maybe. Or no, not even a paycheck. But I've saved money is the gist. And also maybe like, and the third thing. And then when also with spending, make sure you use, like, when you buy something, use combinations, mix and match, like, cherry pick. Like, choose your own aesthetic. Kind of, like, if you want to do that 90s with a futuristic look or you want inspiration on Pinterest, don't tie yourself down to one sole thing. Because what I've seen, because if you're going to constrain yourself to be one person, be look like this, act like this, make your environment and mindset this one vibe, you'll eventually get so bored that you're going to feel so constrained and tied down that you're going to have a, like a, the feeling of there's a lack of freedom. And then you, there's going to be one day you're just, you're just going to break and like you bought something that wasn't I don't know, coquette or whatever. And also, just don't make it your personality. It's better to be you and have the things that inspire you build on personality. Don't build your personality just because of this visually pleasing. Don't make, don't let a visually pleasing template define who you are. Be your own person. In a way, I guess I'm telling you to be those like very cringy tj max like plates it's like be you or like i choose you or you know you know what i'm talking about the ones that like moms always have in like the kitchen or whatever i guess the message for today is be your own person overall and that's today's episode i hope everyone had a good time listening Thank you for everybody who listens. I'm going to make sure you 
this is the first time saying this. I don't know why I haven't said it at all, but make sure you leave a five star. You follow, you, you share this to your friends. It really, really helps me. And I hope you guys have a good day. Bye.